looking at a very important topic which we all really need to pay close attention to. Amen. And the title of our topic that we are treating for this week is His Spirit in Me. Hallelujah. His Spirit in Me. Glory to God. It's a very, very wonderful topic. We started looking at some things which are very, very important. And we learned the last time we met, we said, How was man created? You get me? And then we said, Oh, man was created by God using the clay to form him. So I asked the question, I said, Did God use clay to form man? And then he formed the eyes. He, he made the nose. He made the ribs. Is that how God did it? But are you trying to say that God cannot do what is? <laughs> Hallelujah. How did God create man? He what? Called forth. Amen. Now when we say he called forth, now most of us, because of the background we are coming from, we usually, even me, up to some few days when the Holy Spirit was teaching me this, I was thinking that, that God took the clay and then he started forming man. And then so, amen. So I started praying for more understanding on this topic because I need to really understand it very well. Amen. For you to be a teacher is very, very dangerous. If you teach the wrong thing, you are in trouble. Hallelujah. So you must seek to teach the right thing. Amen. So I started praying towards it. And by the grace of God, the Spirit of God enlightened me more on this. Amen. We came to understand that God did not sit down and started making clay. Why would God sit down and started using his hand to form clay? Great, because he wants to make man. And then he's... God, he wanted to create the sun. You say, sun, come out. You wanted to create the moon. You say, come. You wanted to create light. You say, light, come. You wanted to get trees. You say, come out. You wanted to create animals. You said, animals, come out. Then you want to create man. Then you go and sit down. Some people think that God went to sit down somewhere. And then he sat down. And then he took the clay. He said that he looked at the shape of his head. Hey, the shape of the head must be like the shape of my, of my head. So he formed it according to the shape of his head. He looked at his neck. He said, God made man his image. So he molded him. And I said, okay. Now God finished making man. The blood. The clay, where was it? How did... If God, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> what did God use to make the blood? <laughs> if God mowed everything with clay, when He gets to the turn of the blood, how did God do it? Amen. So there are some silly, silly things. What about the eyelashes? The eyelashes, because <laughs> did God put mold the eyelashes? The clay, He made it small, 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 small. Was that how God did it? You see. So there are some things that are very, very funny. Amen. So we came to understand that God called for. Amen. Yeah, when we read Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, that God called for. Amen. He called for the earth to bring forth what? Man. Now, so I said, when man came out, was man a flesh? Or was it clay? 
Yes. So when God said, Let man come, how did man come? Did he come out as a clay or as a flesh? Flesh. Some people think that maybe God, when God created man, he was clay. And then, do you get it? Let's go there. Genesis chapter 2. That's why it's good to read your Bible well. Amen. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. Are you with me? Are you ready for some more today? Yes. Get ready. Genesis chapter 2. I love the word of God. It reveals my identity. Verse 7. Are you there? It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. I told you earlier that that is not dust, amen, but clay. Ah. And breathed into his what? Nostrils. See, it says God breathed into his nostrils. Did God, did the Bible say he breathed into clay? That means when man was created, when he was formed, he was having nose. And God breathed into his nostrils. That means man, when, when man was created, he was what? Flesh, not clay. Do you see that? He was flesh. But that flesh was not having what? Life. Do you see? It was just a flesh, but no life. And one of the questions we also asked was this. Did God also use clay to make their brain? Did God use clay to make the brain? The brain inside, your lungs, he used clay. Your small intestine, he used clay. Uh, no, 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 no. Amen. God called for. Amen. Amen. So now, watch this. Verse 7. Look at it. Are you there? It says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the what? Breath of life. Now, I said the breath of life is the spirit of man. Do you see that? God released the spirit of man into what? Man. That is the breath of life. That is not the spirit of God. Amen. Don't think that it was the spirit of God that entered into man. It's the spirit of what? Of man. Do you get it? Do you get it? Okay, and the Bible says, and man became a living soul. Do you see that? That means he was dead, a flesh, but he became a living what? Soul. Man became a living soul. So the moment the spirit of man entered into him, he became awake. Now, if the moment God did that, like and then he became awake, and then his voice and clay, everything clay. How? Because the people think that the woman got breathed, then the whole clay turned to everything has molded then to flesh. Amen. Amen. So today we will go further in our study. You know we are talking about something important. His spirit in me. But before we can really understand, I am still building what? Foundation. You get it? So that we can really understand this what? Topic. Now, I hope you are with your Jota here. You came along with your Jota and everything. Okay. 
So we are going to continue from today with some questions. Now, here's the question. When God breathed into his nostrils, what, what does it mean? That God breathed into man and then man became a living soul. What does it mean? God breathed into man and man became a living soul. What does it mean? What, what, what would it mean? Does it mean that God took his nose and then he put it on Is that what it could mean? Huh? Does it mean that God went, he took his nose and go to the nose of man? That's what it could mean. Oh no, so what, so what can it mean? When we say God breathed into man, what does it mean? He sent the spirit of man to him. How? Okay, now let's see something. Let's see. How was Jesus formed? How was Jesus formed? Now, the Holy Ghost did what? Let's go there. Matthew. Matthew chapter 1. Let's go there. Just when the angel visited Mary. Verse 18. It says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Mary was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. Now what happened? Let's go to Luke. Because Luke explained better. Let's go to Luke. Now, we are saying, are you there? Matthew told us that Mary was found the child of the Holy Ghost. But Luke further explained it. So let's go to Luke chapter 1, verse 30. So it was an angel of God that sent this message. Huh? Meaning, the angel got the message directly from God. Amen. It says, And the angel said unto her, verse 30, Fear not, Mary. For thou hast found favor with God. Verse 31. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay. Now, then come to verse 34. Look at what Mary said. I in verse 34. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. How can it be? Then now the angel wanted to explain how Jesus Christ is going to be formed. Look at verse 35. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. Do you see? It says what? The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. And the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Amen. This, therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the son of God now this was how Jesus Christ was formed in the womb it gives you an idea of how Adam was formed it gives you an idea of how Adam was what was formed look at 
35. Yes. And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon you. Do you see that? So, what this? How did God breathe into the nostrils of Adam? I'm saying that. Did God go to the nostrils of Adam? Huh? No. What happened? The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord, overshadowed Adam. Do you see that? So the Holy Ghost came over, over what? Adam. It is, and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. So the power of God came over who? Adam. And Adam became a what? A living soul. Amen. So when we say God breathed, someone think God went there. Amen. Does God need to do that? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. No. So do you get it? So now we know. Okay. Now, there are some things we are unveiling so that we can get a clear picture when we start the, the topic. Now, look at this. When Adam sinned, are you here? I'm asking you questions. So today is questions. Amen. Now, when Adam sinned, the Bible says his eyes became opened. <laughs> and you too, forever from the time you've become a Christian, you've always seen it like that. That the eyes of Adam became opened. Now, when the Bible says the eyes of Adam became opened, what does it mean? Because if his eyes was not opened before, how did he walk to the tree of good of the knowledge of good and evil? If his eyes was not open before, how would he take care of the garden? But the Bible says when Adam sinned, say the eyes of them both, Adam became open. What does it mean? Because their eyes were already what open. They became what? So what happened? What happened? When, when, when I want to explain that the eyes became open, if you want to tell somebody the eyes became open, what happened? Yes. Their mind became what? Open. Do you see that? Now, man entered into another kind of realm. His mind has been there, but he has not really been using it. He has just been flowing with the spirit. Do you get it? He has not been thinking. Do you get it? Not as if he has not been thinking. He has not been thinking in his own way. For his own self. Like I need to eat food. I need to cover myself. I need to. You see he has not been thinking. I need to put clothes around myself. But the Bible says his eyes became. His mind became open. His mind became open. Do you get so he's very understanding things, amen. So, this is the man now. So, now when God sent the spirit of man into him, we're just having the spirit just knowing that the things in the mind of God and acting it. You get me acting it, doing what was in the mind of God. The Bible says, Whatever Adam called the animals, that was the name thereof. Whatever he called them, that means it means that was the name that God wanted to call it, or it means that was the name that God would have called it. 
So Adam just knew things because at that time he's, he was not thinking from his own mind, but from the mind of what? Of God. Do you see that? Now, what this again? The moment that God brought Eve to Adam, do you know what Adam said? Go to Genesis 2 and see something. Genesis 2, verse 22. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Verse 23. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Amen. Adam was speaking not his mind, but the mind of God. Because Adam was asleep when God removed his rib to, to form the woman. Do you see that? Adam was asleep. But when he was when he woke up, he knows everything that has happened. Because it was not his mind, but what? The mind of God. Do you see that? Do you see that? Now, look at verse 24. Look at Adam is still speaking. He says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. He is speaking the mind of God. That every man must leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his words. Why? And they shall be one flesh. Now he has spoken the purpose of God for man and what? Woman. Do you see? He said the man will leave his wife and shall cleave. Now, where did that information come from? That is the mind of God. Do you see that? So, when they said that his eyes became open, now, he left the mind of God and became conscious of his own mind. Now, look at verse 25. Let me show you. It says, And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Do you see that? It says, The man and the wife, they were naked, but they were not what? Ashamed. So at that time, they were not, you get it, in their own mind. They were not functioning through their own mind, but through the what? The mind of God. Because in the mind of God, there's nothing like nakedness. You get it? They, because there's no shame. Do you see that? But now, what happened? When their mind became open, what happened? Adam went to hide when God was coming. And God asked Adam, Adam, why, why are you hiding? He said, I am, I am hiding because I am naked. And God said, who told you you are naked? Have you eaten of, you see, how did Adam come, how did you come to know that you are naked? Because, if, have you eaten of the fruit that I say you should not eat? That means, eating the fruit made your mind what? Open. So your mind opened, you came to your own self. Do you see that? Do you see that? So, when, the eyes of Adam opened. He's not talking about eyes. He's talking about what? The mind. So the mind of Adam became what? Open. And he became conscious of himself. Hallelujah. <laughs> now we are not just having man again. We are having a man that is having spirit, mind, and body. That mind is what we refer to as soul. Amen. That mind is what we refer to as what? So, you understand? So, a man, you see, when God created it, 
He was not open to his own mind. Do you get it? But after he fell, he had a, a man who had the spirit, soul, and a, and a what? Body. The first thing that came was what? Body. And then the what? Spirit. And it was living. Now, I have a question for you. When God breathed the spirit of man into man, where did it go? This question would open the, the door for us to move into our uh, to start our main lesson. Amen. It's very good to understand these things. When God breathed life, the spirit of man into man, where did this go? Or another question, where is the spirit of man? You say inside of you where? Ha <laughs> Today I have heard I have heard something new. You you say your own spirit is in your heart. Okay. <laughs> okay. Some people say their spirit is in them. So so remember the topic we want to learn is his spirit in me. Now we have not yet gotten there. But that when God put the spirit of man into him, where did that spirit go? Where did the spirit go? Ah. So when the spirit of man came into man, where did it go? So where is your spirit? Where, where is it? Is it on your body? Inside of your body? <laughs> or where? <laughs> where? Inside of your body? Where? Which place? Where? Inside? Yeah. <laughs> Inside of your body is your stomach. Do you mean it's your stomach? So your 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 own spirit is your brain. Your spirit is your brain. Your own. Is it not mine? Your own. Yours is in your brain. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> the spirit yes it. You see. Um, at times, when I was growing, I was reading from a man of God, and then they have drawn, okay, and then it's Rebecca Brown, and then they've drawn the spirit of man, they've put yeah, the spirit of man, or okay, the body, and then the spirit, and then the soul. So they said that the spirit is inside the body, and the soul is inside the spirit. I was wondering, okay, yeah, it's true, it's true. So, but... I started thinking about it some few days ago and then I was thinking, where would the spirit be? And I said, okay, let's think about this thing now. The moment you die now, your spirit leaves your body. Is that not so? Now, when your spirit leaves your body, your body becomes what? Dead. Now, does it mean that it is your spirit that made your body alive? Is it your spirit that made your body to be alive? Hmm? Hmm. So what about the blood? What, what is it doing? 
Say, when people lose blood, then the spirit have to live. If, if I cut your vein now, and then all your blood should come out now, there's no blood in you, you have to die. Your spirit will have to live. Now, wait, 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 wait. I'm showing you something. It means that... <laughs> Are you getting me? It means that... What is this? The spirit will have to live. Because there's no blood in you. You are dying. What is making you die? You are lacking blood. Or sickness is killing you. Or disease is killing the, the person. Is that not so? Some people die not because their spirit left them. Disease killed their body, so their spirit left. <laughs> now, what does it mean? Show me in the Bible. Where? <laughs> Amen. Amen. So I have just given you a clue and you got it. I have just given you a clue. You get it. Now, when we studied biology in SHS in senior school, they told us that biology is the study of life. And then we started studying life in cells. So we started discovering that life, what is a cell? A cell is the basic unit of life. You get it? A cell. Cell. When we say cell, is the tiniest. It is what join, 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 join to form you. You get it? So the smallest part of it is the cell. And your cell, as small as it is, it contains life. What is that life in the cell? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is that life in the cell? The blood. Amen. It is the blood in the cell that is the life. The blood is the life of man. Let's go Leviticus. So you will not say that I am teaching. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's see it. Leviticus chapter 17. Leviticus chapter 17. The book of Leviticus, Levi. 17. Are you there? Okay. Let's start from verse 10. 17. Verse 10. It says, And whatsoever man there be of the house of Israel, or of the strangers that sojourn among you, that eateth any manner of blood, I will even set my face against that soul that eateth blood, and will cut him up from among his people. Verse 11. It says, For the life of the flesh is in the blood. Verse 11. Do you see that? For the life, and God breathed, and God breathed life into man. God breathed the spirit of man into man. Says that life went where to the what? The blood. For the life of the flesh is where in the blood. Did you see that? So where is the spirit of man? In the blood. 
<laughs> you are learning something today. <laughs> All these years, what have been happening? <laughs> Amen. That is why it's good to come to life. Amen. Do you see that? The spirit of man is in the what? The blood. Do you see? Yes. You see? Hey, they say they drink blood, they drink blood, they drink blood, they drink blood, they drink blood. That is where the life of man is. But that is their own foolishness. In the life, they should be drinking blood. Amen. Did you see that? The life of man is in the blood. Do you see that? So when God breathed, hmm, what happened? The life went into the blood. You see that? The life went into the blood and it started working. You see that? So, if you have to drain the blood, the, ha- the life will have to work. leave. You see that? The life of man is where? The blood. The spirit of man is where? In the blood. Amen. So, where is the soul? Where is the mind? Is it in the brain? No, the, 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 the spirit is in the brain. <laughs> so where is the mind? The mind of man is where? In the brain. Is it possible that your mind will be in your brain? Okay. Now we'll come next time. We'll, we'll learn. Amen. We'll see. Hallelujah. So when you, now when you see the spirit of God is in me, where is it in you? <laughs> when I when you see the spirit of God is in you, where is the spirit of God in you? Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My eyes are open every day. Every day I see more clearly. You get it? I understand. You get me? Hallelujah. Amen. Let's rise up on our feet and begin to